0: Hey, thank you so much for joining us here on the Zoe Church Podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens, likes, subscribes, and comments. We are so thankful to have you on the journey with us. Today, we are going to be concluding the series that we've been in called All About the Heart. We're talking today out of Proverbs chapter 3 that wisdom says in her left hand, is riches and honor. We're going to talk about having a heart for God and God in turn giving us the wisdom to walk in his ways. Thank you to everyone again that likes and subscribes. And if you want to give to Zoe Church, text Zoe to 77977 and we'll shoot you a link and you can partner with us to help get the message of Jesus around the world. But without any further ado, let's jump into this week's message all about the heart. Proverbs chapter 3, go to verse 16. I want to conclude today a series we've been in called All About the Heart. You know, if you're new, want to let you know that our God is in the heart stuff. Maybe you've been familiar with religion that has to do with behavior. Our God, the God of grace, He is a God of heart surgery. So he, he works in our heart. In fact, the Bible says it this way. Man looks at the outward, but the Lord looks through and looks at the heart. So you cannot fool God because he's looking at the motives and the intentions of our heart. And I always like to say, if your heart is good, your life is good. But if your heart goes sideways, your whole life goes sideways. Above all else, guard your heart, for out of your heart flows the issues of life. So, you gotta let God do heart surgery. Why, why does God need to do heart surgery? Well, because last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> I'm preaching to Clipper fans right now. And the very next day, they took an L to the Celtics. In the last service, at the 10 a.m., there was all these guys about six foot ten, eight, all these guys down this section in, in the courtyard. Afterwards, these trees were walking by me. I stopped and I said, Hold on, where y'all from? And they said, we're with the Celtics. We're from the Celtics. And I was like, yeah. Who are you in town to play? The Clippers. I said, come on, let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. But last Christmas or or, or your ex or your, your your COVID season or whatever you've gone through, we all have heart pain. We all have heart issues. We all have disappointments. We all have things we've gone through. We all have setbacks. And in, in our hearts get creased or our hearts get cluttered, distracted, filled with Anger, animosity, disappointment. And the reason why we give our heart to God is because the safest place for your heart is not in your hands. It's in his hands. And God could do more with your heart, or we could say life there, than you can. And so we give God our heart. In fact, the Bible says the only two things you gotta do in life is love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself both of them having to do with love, loving God and loving people. But, but God's into heart stuff, make no mistake about it. He's a heart God. So he's, if, if, you're, if you're all heart, trust me, God's all you. But sometimes we, in life, because of fear of rejection, insecurity, we, we, we guard our heart. We, 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 we don't give our heart away. No, God's saying, bring me your heart and I'll heal it, restore it, revive it, and I'll use it for my glory. It's all about the heart. Make no mistake it. It's all about the what? In Spanish, we say corazón. You know, bilingual, baby. It's all about the heart. It's all about the heart. I want to conclude today talking about a heart that honors God. And honor is a biblical term. The, the definition of honor when it comes to God, honoring God, means to fear and revere. So we fear God and we revere God. Nowhere in the scriptures does it tell us to do this to man. We don't bring great fear or reverence to man. We, we save that for God. We fear God and we revere God. Now for man, we honor our parents. We honor those in authority. We honor those that rule. We honor our pastors. We honor, we honor the Lakers. We honor we, we honor. Somebody say amen to that one. I didn't feel the faith when I felt like I needed to feel faith right there. But we, 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 to give honor to humans is to put weight or esteem or value. God is saying to us in this last sermon, I want you to honor me above all else. When your heart honors God, this is what happens. God, if he has your heart, he has your ear. And God, if he has your ear, he'll teach you his ways. If you honor God, God will give you wisdom. Now, I don't know a person in the service is like, you know what, to be honest, my biggest issue is I got too much wisdom. No, you do not. Because wisdom is the application of knowledge. A lot of us know what we should do, but we don't do. And so we need wisdom. We need to apply what God says. Anybody, you want to be blessed. Anybody want to be blessed. If you want to be blessed, you got to do what God says to do. If you want to be blessed, you got to obey God's truths. If you want to be best, you got to walk in God's wisdom. So all of us want God's blessing, which is God's best, but we have to give him our heart. If we honor God from our heart, he will download his wisdom. I love in the book of Proverbs, we're about to read it, but the the book of Proverbs says wisdom, wisdom, you ought to call wisdom your sister. You ought to put wisdom around your neck. Wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will advance you. Wisdom will take care of you. Wisdom, I'm telling you, wisdom will do more for you than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. The the wise person, the person that walks with God, the, the person that obeys God's word, that kind of person will be exalted. In fact, watch what it says here in Proverbs 3, verse 16. It says, long life is in her right hand. Who is her? Wisdom. Long life is in wisdom's right hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. So in her right hand is a long life. This is wisdom's right hand. In wisdom's right hand is a long life. Now, I heard recently a pastor say that he's been praying to live to 120 years of age. And I thought to myself, I would love to live to be 120 because I think even at 120, the Cowboys still will not have won a Super Bowl. (laughs) Even in 120, we'll still be laughing. (laughs) They thought it was the year and look it again. But he's he's believing to live 120 years of age. So in in wisdoms, right hand is a long life, but watch what's in her left hand. Any left-handed people here today? We're the lefties. Yeah, okay. Lefties are loud people. Okay, I didn't know it. In wisdom's left hand is riches and honor. Another translation says wealth and honor. So this is what God's saying to us today. If you honor me, I will teach you how to live an honorable life. If you follow me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, I will give, you what's in my left hand, what's in my left hand is wealth, uh, the accumulation of, of wealth over a long period of time, and honor. In other words, what I want to teach you today is I think that you can live a life where it's not just God that's getting the honor, but even with man, you're getting the honor. That you're walking in the wisdom of God, and when you got the wisdom of God, write down the title of today's message. It's called left-handed, Right-hearted. I'm believing over your life that you'll you'll have what's in wisdom's left hand. You won't just live a long life. Come on, I don't want to live a long, long life and labor through it, rebelliate through it, barely suffer through it. I wish I would have already gone to heaven. No, I want to live a long life that retains honor and accumulates the wealth to do the bidding of God. So I'm going to just teach you three things today because understand that we first honor God. Watch 1 Timothy verse 1, verse 17. Uh, chapter 1, verse 17. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Revelation 5, 13. Then I heard everyone, every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor, and be glory and power forever and ever. So let me be clear. We first honor God. And God is worthy of all the honor and all the praise. We do not worship creation. We worship the creator. We do not worship man or exalt man or make idols out of cars or houses or fame. We give honor to where honor is due and honor is due to God. So we honor the Lord And God says, if you honor me, what I'll do is I won't just be praised, but I'll download into you the instructions on how to have what's in my left hand, which is wealth or riches and honor. I want you to live a life where you receive honor. You know, in culture, they say, put some respect on my name. God says, you honor me, I'll download wisdom, and I'll put more than respect on your name, I'll put honor on it. Esteem, value, Wait. You ever have someone talk to you and you go, "There's weight to their words." This last week we gathered with our kingdom builders, and my father-in-law's in town. Uh, Julia's, uh, Ju- Julia's dad's here. His name's Pastor Bob. I wish you could have been at the 10 a.m. He was here in the 10 a.m. Pastor Bob, you never met nobody like Pastor Bob McGregor. Pastor Bob McGregor played offensive line for Central Washington University. He looked like Fred St- Flintstone. <laughs> this man walks around like this. How you guys doing? It's me, Bob McGregor. How you guys doing? Hey, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? It's me, Bob McGregor. Like the booty's out here. The chest is here. There's, there's inches in between. Space. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? It's me, Bob McGregor. And, and we gathered the kingdom builders this last week. If, if, and by the way, if you want to be a kingdom builder at Zoe, there's three levels of giving at Zoe. There's faith builders. Faith builders is just like, I got faith to start my journey. I'm going to give 40 bucks a month. That's where my faith's at. House builders are people that say, I'm going to tithe and give to this house. And kingdom builders are anyone. It's an honor system. It's anybody at Zoe that says, I want to give over and above the tithe. I want to build the kingdom. So we gathered our kingdom builders together. At the end of the dinner, I called up my father-in-law, Pastor Bob, and I said, Pastor Bob, would you pray? He walked up. Yeah. And when he started praying, the room started shaking because he has authority. He has weight to his words. What God's saying is, I can teach you how to have weight on your name. By, by the way, let me speak to anybody that has a bad reputation. If you have a bad name in culture or in this community, you know that God has the power to turn around a bad reputation? So he did it with Rahab. He can do it with you. So God's saying, honor me. And in, my, in your left hand, I will put into you the ability to live a life that's honorable. And even on top of it, I'll accumulate wealth in your life. This is crazy stuff that God's talking about. I'm going to teach you three ways how to walk in it. Write down number one. The first thing we do is we honor God in our giving. We honor God with our finances. We honor God with our money. So in other words, we don't come to church and we sing the goodness of God, but we do whatever we want with our finances. No, we actually live opposite. We say, God, I give you my song, but also I give you my money. Everything in my life is inbounds. You you, you ever talk to somebody and you're like, I know I can't bring up this subject because if I bring up this subject, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be, I just got to walk on eggshells. I can't really bring this up. No, no. God wants to talk to you about every area of your life. He doesn't want to be able to talk to you about your faith, but not your finance. He doesn't want to be able to talk to you about your spirituality, but not your sexuality. God wants to talk to you about every area of your life. This is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He's never changed. He's a God that tells the truth so you can live in the truth. And so he talks to us about even our money. And we honor God with our giving. Watch here what it says. Proverbs 3.10. Look at this scripture. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. What does the Bible say? I honor God with the first. I honor God with the best. I, I, give, I don't give God leftovers. I don't give God what's in what, what, what's eighth place. I honor. God is worthy of my best. Have, have you ever... Um, Have have you ever been to a a birthday party or or prepared to go to a birthday party and you're trying to calculate in your head what to buy this person and and you want a gift that signifies or or sends a signal to the value of the relationship? Have you ever tried to buy somebody a gift that has, they already have everything? This is my go-to move. I always say, okay, they got everything. Well, I'm gonna get them a Bible and put their name on it because they don't got that. What a flex right there. <laughs> Go spiritual because <laughs> they, they already got everything else. But, but what is the heart intent? The heart intent is to say, I want to give something that honors you. I want to give something that honors the relationship. So I'm not going to give you like, by the way, it drives me crazy. Have you gone to these coffee shops where you order a coffee and then they spin the thing around to you and they start the tip at like 22%? You're like, oh, heck no, I ain't doing no 22%. That's when I hit no tip, no receipt. I'm good. I'm out. Because you got stingy. You got greedy. You made me stingy, people. If you would have started at 15%, I would have given you something. I'm kidding. But the reality is, is that when it comes to giving a gift, you want to give something that tells, signals to the person, this is valuable. I love you. You love me. So when it comes to giving to God, I don't, I, don't, I don't give small amounts. I give what he's worthy of. Yeah. There's a great story in the Bible about, about David. David, it, it, it was time. It's like Heart for the House Sunday for David. It's like offering time. And so David's getting ready to give an offering, and one of his buddies comes up and says, Oh, David, you good, bro. you good? good. Use my offering. You're straight. You don't need to, you. You don't need to give nothing, David. I'll, I'll take care of you. This is like this was my whole tactic on getting good grades growing up. Is I don't. I didn't study for the test, so I need my buddy to let me see his paper. You know, I'm. Am I preaching to anybody now? So, so his buddy's like, Hey, you just use use my offering, and David says to this man, He says, I will never give to God an offering that doesn't cost me. Why? Why does he say that? He says because it wouldn't honor God. God needs to be honored even in my generosity, even in my giving. And that's never dollars, that's always heart. It's all about the heart. It's never an amount. This is the story of Jesus when they're doing the heart for the house offering and he stops the whole thing. Goes, whoa, ZST, staff, come over here. Worship team? Look at this lady right here. She had only given two mites. But he says to the team, she gave more than all the rich people because she gave sacrificially she gave even when it hurt i love god because i want to honor god not just with my singing but i honor god with my giving i don't give an offering that's like ah whatever no i give an offering that goes lord you gave me my time you gave me my talent and you gave me my treasure how could i not honor you i want to put esteem value fear and reverence on your name when you do that, God sees that. He honors that. The, the thing about honor is when you honor God, God honors you. When you sacrifice before the Lord will honor. In, in other ways, uh, another way to say that is you can't outgive God. God sees the sacrifice. He might not stop the whole church today and be like, oh, I see what you're giving in Heart for the House 2022. He might not stop the church, but I'm telling you, heaven sees. The angels see. God sees. And God will reward you. What you do in private, he will reward in public. So we honor God in our giving. The second thing, write down number two, we honor God in our work. One of the ways that God receives honor from our life is we work hard. And work is a gift from God. God has given you your J-O-B. And some of you would like to exchange your J-O-B for another one. Let's pray for that. We got faith for that. Get a new J-O-B with a better, better uh, salary structure in Jesus' name. Somebody say Amen. But regardless, work is a gift from God. So how do we bring honor to God? It will never be through idle hands. God is not honored when you and I are lazy. Now, I'm just gonna be honest with you for a moment. Every once in a while, the spirit of laziness comes over me and I just wanna be lazy. Anybody else? And I think every once in a while you need a day just to chill in sweats and watch TV. Can I get an amen in the church? And on those days, may the dash door delivery come quick. I'm not talking about, you know, you need a Sabbath day of rest. I'm not talking about your day off. I'm talking about laziness where you live in a habitual lifestyle of laziness. The Bible is very clear that you and I are called, if we want left hand, right heart, if we want to live in this, we must apply ourselves in diligence so so god gives us the strength to do his work let me say it this way the job you're working in the place where you're employed you bring glory to god when you work hard you know you know you know they say the number one cause for atheism is christians you know, it's like it's like. And by, and by the way, if if you're like Zoe's got a bunch of hypocrites in it. There's a bunch of hypocrites in that church. We're all hypocrites, okay? So we all have hypocrites. Somebody say Amen. So we're all hypocrites. But what I'm saying is, to the best of our ability, we apply ourselves and we work hard because God. If God wanted you in a different city, He'd put you there. If God wanted you in a different job, He'd put you there. But God has you where you are, and the grass is not greener. On the other side, the grass is greener where you water it. And you got to work hard for the glory of God. I'm telling you, it's left-handed, right-hearted. Watch this. Let me just teach you what the Bible says about being diligent. It says, lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Diligent hands, Proverbs 12, 24, diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Look at the next verse. The lazy man does not roast what he took in while he was out hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. Last one, Proverbs 22, 29. Do you see someone who is skilled in their work? Let me just translate real fast. God wants you to become the best at what you do we're not getting a- a- away just because I'm a Christian. I don't have to be the best. No, if you're if if you a venture capitalist, be the best in the whole world. If, if you, you're an entrepreneur, be the best in the whole world. Whatever you do, be the best at it. Work on your craft. He said, do you see someone who is skilled in what they do? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before low-ranking officials. Other translations say obscure men. No, no. God wants you to be diligent. God wants you to work hard. God wants you to be a good steward. And God God says, if you keep doing that, I will honor you and put you in front of the best. I'm just telling you, have have you ever been in a room where you're in the room and you're like, how did I get here? You're kind of in the room like, I hope they don't find out who I am. Because I don't know how I got. God says, if you keep applying yourself and be, I'm honored, not when you're lazy, I'm honored when you work. I'm honored when you're diligent. I'm honored when you're a steward. See, God can be honored through your effort. That's why the Bible says, Colossians 3, verse 23, everything you do, do it wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. I'm not working for a check. I'm not working for an employer. I'm not working for praise. I'm working for God. And God is honored when I apply with everything I got. I'm going to get up. And by the way, people are not blessed because you showed up faithfulness is not an attendance issue faithfulness is a heart issue that's why the bible says serve the lord with gladness show up tomorrow morning five minutes early show up with a pep in your step show up with a good word in your mouth show up with a beautiful spirit show up with a smile on your face it doesn't make you look good it makes god look good we want god to be honored be honored in la god's like I wish I could use you to bring some honor, but you're so stuck in your feelings. You're so self-absorbed with what you, stop complaining about what you don't have and start thanking God for what you do have. I might want a different job, but thank God for this one. I might want a bigger house, but thank God for this one. I might want different kids, but okay, that's what we got. At least they can read Psalm 84, praise God. (laughs) But we get into our feelings and we watch other people and we're like, wow, look at what they have. Did it say those that compare will prosper? Did it say those that are critical will soar? Did it say those that that look at what everybody else has will do so great? No, it said the lazy man takes out, goes out hunting, kills, comes back. He's too lazy to even eat what he killed. No, we got to work hard for the glory of God. I'm not working hard for my name. I'm working hard for his name. I'm doing everything I can to make God look good. Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father in heaven. So we honor God. We honor God in our giving. We honor God in our working. And we honor God. Here's the last one. We honor God in our patience. 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 Patient. We're patient. Patience is a virtue. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. If you want to grow in patience, grow in faith in Jesus. Jesus will cause patience. Jesus is the embi- By the way, everything I'm teaching you today is the embodiment of who Jesus was. Who honored God in his giving? Jesus. What did Jesus give? What was his offering? His life. So good. Come on. Come on. Jesus Christ gave his very best. How could we give any less? Come on. So we honor. Jesus was, he honored. In fact, Jesus was so honoring to the Father, he goes, I'm not going to go anywhere you don't tell me to go. I'm not going to say anything that you don't want me to say. Jesus would preach to a crowd and he goes, this is not my message. I'm preaching the Father's notes. You understand? So work ethic? Do you think Jesus just floated on a cloud? It is I, the Son of Man. I am here to turn bread and fish into 5,000 lunchables for Jesus. No, you know what he did? The Bible says he was so busy, he didn't have time to eat. Work ethic? John goes, you don't even realize how busy Jesus was. Jesus worked so hard, John says, there would not be enough books in the world to hold all the miracles that he did. We only have the account of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Jesus worked. And what did he work on the harvest field? What did he work on the Pharisees? No, it's not about your activity, it's about your heart. You understand? And so patience. Who was more patient than Jesus? worship team come join me this is so amazing Jesus is so patient that when his mother comes to him and says I think it's time show him who you are we've run out of wine son what a terrible moment at that party the cabernet is gone I love Mary she's like this is a crisis son what is it mother it's, it's the wine what kind mom Merlot and he says to his mom I don't know mom I don't know I I, I don't know if it's my time see we live in this generation that wants to force God's timeline and you can go viral but let me just tell you if you promote you you got to keep promoting you but if God promotes you nothing can stop it nothing can stop it patience 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 be patient with god be patient with what you're building zoe church we're not we're not going to grow this church overnight overnight success year by year little by little you know zoe's finances we grow like 10% one year 15% in the next year, 8%, just little by little, more streams, more salvations, more connect groups, more youth. What, who told you that you had to go zero to 100? Now, look here in Proverbs. This is beautiful. It says in Proverbs chapter 11, 13 dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little will make it grow. just little by little I want to encourage you I don't care what your age is just little by little little by little save that money invest that money little by little just get a little bit more kind a little bit more wise a little bit more joyful a little bit more free a little bit more happy just little by little growth I'm not promising perfection but I am promising progress I'm never going to be perfect but I'm vowing to God I've got you so I'll grow patience Look at this next one. Oh, Proverbs 28 19. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. Hear me today. We are not living in a get rich scheme. And anybody here that's like, man, I'm telling you, this is it. I I remember crypto a couple years ago. Everybody's like, this is the coin. This is the coin. This is the coin. I'm telling you, Sheba. This is the coin. Dojis. This is the coin. Dojis. We, 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 we're not chasing fantasies. We're chasing God. We're not chasing schemes. We're chasing the Savior. Yeah, and I'm having patience. I'm trying to build my family. Build my reputation. It's called the compound of consistency. Just a little bit more faithful. A little bit more gracious. A little bit more honoring. A little bit more compassionate. Just grow your life year by year. And the last one. Proverbs thirteen seven. One person pretends to be rich yet has nothing, and another pretends to be poor yet has great wealth. Wait, in that L A. right there, you meet somebody you are like, dang, ballin', and you find out they got nothing. They got nothing in their account. They don't own an asset to their name. There's one that pretends to have nothing. And you start talking to them. I love this TikTok. Have you seen this TikTok where this guy goes around? He's like, how much is in your account? And I always like to, to, to kind of like make a snap judgment before they give the reply. Because in, in my head, I'm like, oh, they got 50 bucks. And they'd be like, I got 1 million. And I'm like, how they got a million dollars? There is one that appears to be rich but has nothing. And there's one that's like, oh, we don't got that much. You know what God's saying? It's never about you impressing man. It's always about you honoring God. Who cares if man is impressed if God's not? We don't live for the honor of folks. We live for the honor of God. I want to encourage you today. Honor God with your giving honor god with your work whatever he's called you to do do it with all your heart become the best i don't care if you're a songwriter a poet an author a podcaster whatever you do if you lead a business you're an employee whatever you do do it with everything you're not working for that man you're working for a greater man there's not a boss that's watching you god's watching you god's into the details of your life and he's honored when you work and i want you to be 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 be, be patient be patient be very patient just wait on god wait on the lord in fact stand your feet let me read one last scripture. Isaiah 40, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. When I talk about being patient, I'm not talking about just being like, I'm just waiting on God to get married. Anytime now, Lord. waiting, waiting here for you. No, the word picture here in Isaiah is not waiting on the Lord. It's like a server that serves table. I'm waiting on you, God. What do you want? How do you? What's your order, God? What do you need? I'm running back and forth and doing everything I can to bring honor to your name. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise on the wings of an eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and they will not faint because we're waiting on God. And I don't know about you, but I want to be left-handed and right-hearted. I want God to do something in me but I want God to do something through me and so I'm gonna honor God with my giving I'm gonna honor God with my work I'm gonna honor God with my patience come on if you believe it today let's worship God let's give him praise all my life you've been faithful come on let's worship him today